Attention. It's real talk about everything for the home. Let's get ready. For homeowners, it's a conversation that includes news, tips, do-it-yourself advice, and a behind-the-scenes look into the trade. I think this is great. Yes. Yes, it is. From LCS Heating and Cooling, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Hi, and welcome to Talkin' Trades. I'm your host, Renee Lucas, from LCS Heating and Cooling, here for real talk about the trades and your home. I'm here today with Samantha Mitchell, the install coordinator at the LCS office. Hey, Sam. Hey, everybody. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what to expect when you need major work done in your home. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. So, Samantha, you're always talking to homeowners all day long about projects going on in their homes. What do you consider to be major work done in the home? Major work could be any kind of renovation you may be doing, um, changing out your furnace or air conditioner, you know, big repairs like that, um, and any kind of just updates that you're doing to the structure Absolutely. In your home. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, on the, the side of things like, I hate having this done, but having a sewer replaced or even yes. <laughs> could be a major thing all the way up to like, we're putting in a new home theater in our house. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. For the fun stuff and the not so fun stuff. That's right. Well, unfortunately for us, we fall into the not so fun stuff. Yes. Nobody wakes up and says, hey, I can't wait to spend money with LCS heating and cooling today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, Samantha, when you get calls from people and they're looking at a major project, so for us, it's replacing that furnace or air conditioner, how are people generally feeling when they start a project like that? Most people, you know, they're not happy about it, but they're lighthearted about it. They knew it was probably coming, their system was older, and, you know, they can joke about it and, you know. Just no, try to have some kind of positivity. Welcome to homeownership. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Those things that have to be done. So are there any things before we're actually going to go through the process of um, what to expect when you have. So from the very beginning of making that phone call on, hi, I need a new furnace or, you know, these things will apply also if you're getting these other major pro- projects done that you already mentioned. Mm-hmm. So bathroom remodel, kitchen remodel, whatever, um, all the way to the very end after the work is done. OK, but before we get into that. Are there any things to think about that may not be obvious as you're in the very beginning stages of thinking about some of these projects? Yeah, so there's a lot of different HVAC equipment out there, and it's not something homeowners think about every day. You know, what's Mm -hmm. new in the technology of it? And really, the first step is just figuring out what you want Mm. and making sure that we send the right person who can get you the quotes that you need. Okay, that's a really good point. And I guess along with that, then really thinking about budget. Yeah. You know, some people have no clue what kind of a budget they're looking at at all. They've never replaced a system or maybe it was 20 years ago and I can guarantee pricing has changed in 20 years. Um, But, you know, really thinking about a budget and asking those questions and being able to ask those questions if you are unsure of what that budget is. Absolutely. Okay. So is there anything else that you say, like, in the very beginning stages, um, anything else that they should think about off the top of your head? Yeah. So the placement of where it is in your home. Mm. And all situations, it doesn't have to stay there. If you don't like where your air conditioner is outside because of your patio or whatever it may be, we might be able to move it. You know, what works best for 
your home. That's a really good point. So it's not just necessarily we're coming in to replace it, but do you have a wish list? Right. Basically. Yep. Okay. Awesome. You know, something that we hear people too, that's a good one with um, the AC is too close to the patio because it's loud, mm-hmm. right? But also, I can't hear the TV or I always have to turn the TV yeah, up. Yeah, or right outside <laughs> your bedroom window yes. or, you know, wherever it may be. Yes. And same thing with a closet, like with a furnace in a closet. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some homes that have the furnace upstairs in a closet, and that could be right outside of a bedroom or something as well. Yep. Okay. And even if there's not a choice on moving it or there's not a cost-effective choice maybe to move it, at least you know, just ask the question, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Sam, tell us a little bit about um, somebody calls in and they're ready to talk to you about needing a new furnace and air conditioner. What are kind of those next steps? Yeah. So we kind of figure out what you're looking for. Um, is it just the furnace that needs replaced? Does it need to be the AC2? Are you, do you have hot and cold spots in your home that maybe you need some more insulation to help as well? Just looking at the whole home, you know, do you need duct work? Is zoning right for you? You know, what do you want? What do you need? And mm-hmm. so we'll schedule someone to come out and quote what you need and what you prefer to have done with this expense. Okay. So is that generally like one option? So you take some information and then you tell, you know, whoever goes out there, you say, hey, here's what you're going to write up for the customer. Or is there more conversation after that in the home? Yeah. So once your sales um, consultant gets there, he's going to have questions for you that he asks, and then he'll give you all the options. It's not ever going to be just one. There are multiple, multiple things that we can offer. And what's crazy is there's actually so many options that it would be super overwhelming to homeowners to to provide all of them. We try to stay at like three or four. Unless you want more than that, then we can absolutely do that. But we don't want to overload anyone Right. With what's out there. Right. And a lot of things on that proposal, it's new It's new to you. You, ne- you may not be used to reading about the models and serial numbers or reading about um, different thermostats or a line set. Do yeah. I replace it? Do I flush it? And so it's new stuff to learn anyway. It can be very overwhelming very quickly. Absolutely. Okay. So let's say we get to a point and we say, hey, I've got these four estimates. We've tweaked one of them that I really like. I'm ready to go with this. Now what? Um, now we'll find out, um, do you want to finance? Most companies for, you know, big repairs or what have you to your home, they offer financing. So we find out, you know, what works best for you. Um, there's usually several options that you can choose from. Um, so we'll do that first. Um, we'll pick a day that works for your work schedule. And yeah, we'll get it set up and Okay. Get it done for you. So that seems pretty easy enough. So before we go, you know what you're getting in the home. You know how you're paying, Mm -hmm. right? And so, and it doesn't have to be financing, right? No, absolutely not. Yeah, but it's just an option that's there. But the nice thing is that's all done and ready to go before the next person steps foot in your house. Yep. Okay. So the day has come. We have picked a Thursday and we're going to get it scheduled and you know what time, I'm assuming they know what time we're going to arrive. Absolutely. Okay. And then we arrive. What can they expect day of? Yeah. So you'll have a main person that's going to be on your installation if that's what we're there to do. They're going to come and introduce themselves, just kind of talk you through like how the morning is going to go. Um, We're going to put down drop cloths and any kind of protective things that we need to to protect Mm. your home as we are bringing out the old equipment and bringing the new in. Can Um, that be messy? Absolutely. It definitely can be. Um, Not always, but it can be. It depends. You know, maybe your particular furnace is in your attic and there's going to be a lot of steps to get that safely down and out of the home and then get the new one in. 
and you've got insulation likely right. to deal with. So there could be some insulation that falls and yes. and different things like that. So so those drop cloths are really meant to protect all of the floors, baseboards, yes. things like 100%. that. 100%. Okay. So think about that. You know, no matter what project you're having done in your home, any contractor should be putting drop cloths down, right? And it's not just in that space that they're working in, but whatever the path is to the door. Yes, there <laughs> so, and back. Yes. Now, I know sometimes on stairs, stairs can be tricky with drop cloths because yes. it gets really slick, but there's like plastic sticky stuff, mm-hmm. yep. right, that you can put but over your carpet. It just rolls out and you stick it down where you need it to go. And Yes. So make sure. Here's the other thing that I would suggest, guys. A lot of times our technicians will get to a home and they'll put on shoe booties, Mm -hmm. which Samantha will probably talk here about here in a minute. And we'll have people all the time that'll say, oh, you don't have to put those on. Let me tell you what. Keep those on. Tell your technician to keep those on because you never know. Like they have been in other homes. They've been outside. They've been in warehouses. And so, you know, even if their shoes appear to be clean on the bottom, there's probably dirt on them. Yeah, and it's just respect for your home. You know, you pay a lot of money for your home and the maintenance on it, and it's just the respectful thing to do. Yes, and I'll tell you this. Technicians, contractors, they're used to having to take the time to put shoe booties on and off. Yeah, it doesn't bother them at all. No, it is not an inconvenience. It's not something that you're saving them from or anything like that. Like, it's, it's not a big deal. So make sure your home is protected with that. Okay, so booties, since we already mentioned that, right? Yeah. Anything about, like, the workspace, animals? Yeah, so they're going to be making a lot of trips in and out of your home with equipment, tools, you know, the trash that they have unboxed everything from, um, little animals like to sneak out. So it's always best (laughs) to, you know, keep them away from the door, put them in a different room or what have you to make sure that they stay safe and um, when carrying big equipment, we definitely don't want to step on any small animals if they, right. you know, get under the feet or anything. Um, so that's always something to keep in mind. Absolutely. Just to have a plan. I, I have to say, we do have a picture and it's still hanging on a bulletin board. Um, but we had a homeowner that had a massive pet turtle. Yes. And <laughs> the pet turtle would like wander around the yard. And he was right up alongside the air conditioner. And one of the guys took a picture and sent it and was like, he said he'll work for lettuce and carrots. <laughs> And so that's always fun. Um, you know, we are we are big animal people yes, ourselves. Yes, we enjoy your pets. Yes. <laughs> but um, that's also why we make sure we protect them. And I guess outside, too, um, you know, there's a lot of trips to our work vehicles mm-hmm. and back. And so gates are going to be opened and closed. Um, we try to be really careful about making sure that those stay closed and latched. But, you know, when they're carrying a furnace out or they're carrying an AC out, we just want to make sure that a little puppy does not follow them, right? right. <laughs> now, what about the workspace itself, Samantha? Is there anything that homeowners should know to um, prepare for us coming before we get there with the workspace? Absolutely. So furnaces are typically located in a storage space in your home, whether it be in the basement or the laundry room or the attic. The garage. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you have a bunch of Christmas decorations boxed up in like the 10-foot radius of the furnace, it's definitely best to go ahead and move those out of the way so that there is enough room to work. Um, Things like that. That's a really good point. We would much prefer you to do those things um, rather than our guys picking something up and moving something that maybe, you know, it maybe it's really special to you and you only want it moved a certain way or, you know, it's a family heirloom. We really don't want to be messing with that stuff. Exactly. Yes. And we don't want it to get lost or misplaced. 
So it's best for you guys to just get everything out of the way and they can get started. Right. Okay. So Samantha, we're to the point where drop cloths are down, booties are on, pets are taken care of, workspace is clean, and now the installation is happening, right? So yes. installation's happened. We get towards the end of the day. What are we looking at now after the system has been installed? Yeah. So once everything is ready to go, your technician will ask you to come and see how to change your new filter, uh, operate your new thermostat, show you where the manuals are, your warranty information, what you need to do to maintain the unit, just, you know, all the upkeep mm -hmm. for the next future 10 to 20 years that you have this new furnace. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we'll get people that's like, oh, you know, I'm busy or I, I don't really have time. Just, you know, it's fine. Just leave it and I'll deal with it later. I mean, something to think about, this is a really big investment. I mean, yes. Samantha, you work in this every day. Realistically, how much are people spending on a new furnace and air conditioner? Oh, for both of them, you know, anywhere between eight and $20,000. It depends on what you want. That's right. So, you know, it does depend. It's a very wide range. But even if you're at, you know, the lower end of a wide range, it's expensive. It is. I mean, we're yes. talking about several thousand dollars. And so you definitely want to take the time to learn how to operate it. Yeah. Is it working properly? Here's, here's something for you. If you have a heat pump, you want to make sure that your heat pump is actually running. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. Or you are not going to like your electric bill. No, you aren't. And we've been we've been to homes who's had a fairly new system. And um, for whatever reason, they couldn't get a hold of whoever installed it or, or whatever. And we'll go out there and it's not wired up correctly. Mm -hmm. And so if there had been a walkthrough done at the end of the installation and they went over the thermostat, they should have heard that heat pump kick on. Yes. And so they're missing out on the most efficient part of the whole system by not having that wired up correctly. So just take the time to walk through with your technician to learn how to do all of that. Yes, okay. it's the most expensive appliance in your home. You should know how to operate it and maintain it and just know about it. Yeah, absolutely. And the warranty. You want to know how to keep that warranty in place, yes. right? Okay. So knowing how to get in touch with the company, rebates, warranty after that, what are they looking at? So the installers have completed, they've picked everything up, and they are on their way back to their own homes for the evening. Um, what can a homeowner expect from there? Um, so with all of our installs, we always offer the first year of annual maintenance included. Um, so you're always going to be in contact with the office. We're always going to reach out to you. Um, we're going to send you your invoice from the installation that we did, and that's going to have all of your maintenance information, your warranty, all of that's going to be on there for you, um, your rebate information, and we will always take care of all of your rebates. We will do that for you. Um, if you have any questions about when you may get it or you think it's been too long, you can always call or email us and we'll give you an update. Um, but we try to take care of it 100% so you do not have to do anything. Yes. And rebates are huge. You're getting some money back, yes. right? So yeah. you want to make sure you know how that works. Um, there are all kinds of uh, utility rebates with different companies that are out there right now. And then um, throughout different parts of the times of the year, manufacturers may have rebates. Yep. And mm -hmm. so whatever those rebates look like, you want to make sure, you know, who's doing them for me? Who's registering my warranty? Yep. You know, are you supposed to do it? Or is the company that you're working with supposed to do it? What happens if my warranty doesn't get registered? Samantha, what happens if a warranty does not get registered? Uh, then it just defaults to the standard, which is usually a five-year part warranty. And okay. that's all you get. 
And what you get if it's registered is 10 or 12 years, yep. depending on the manufacturer. So you could be losing five, six, seven years of warranty simply because it wasn't registered. Right. So really, really important to know those things. So Sam, tell me a little bit about what's your goal with work when you're working with people on a home project? Yeah, so my biggest thing is to make sure that there is no anxiety for the customer. Mm, that it's a smooth yeah. process. I mean, I can't imagine how this would be stressful at yeah, all. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> all that money and days off of work for, you know, the diagnostics of why isn't it working and then getting it fixed or replaced. You know, it's a lot. And we want it to be as smooth as possible. Like we said earlier, no one likes having this done. But it is a necessity to have heating and cooling in your home. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, keeping it like Samantha said, like keeping it as fun as you can, right? Just having people that you know you can communicate with. Again, you know, obviously we're talking about HVAC because that's our specialty, but think about that with any project in your home. Um, You know, one of the things that we have discovered from work that we've had done in our home, we recently had um, the sunroom of our home, we had it recited. Well, when they pulled the siding off, there was some rotted wood and there was no insulation at all and that was a shocker to us yeah like we had no clue and so we had that added expense of having to have some of that wood replaced we added insulation and so we also though had a contractor that said hey Here's the quote. However, you never know what's behind walls. Exactly. Right? So you want a contractor that's going to be honest with you about that. You know, if you've got somebody that's, you know, I don't know, throwing glitter everywhere and making it sound like it's cupcakes and rainbows, right? It's, you know, it's not necessarily like that. When you've got home projects, there's so many unknowns that can happen. And so you need to make sure that you're prepared for that. Ideally, maybe nothing comes up unexpected and it goes exactly as it seems, but... You know, especially if you're looking at a kitchen remodel, a bathroom remodel, basement remodel, you really will probably have some unknowns behind those walls. How many times, Samantha, have we gotten a call from a contractor because they've gone into a wall and there's a heat run there? Oh, monthly. (laughs) It happens all the time. Yes. And so the good thing is it's not a real costly thing to do, like to remove. I mean, you might be looking at a few hundred dollars or something and then, you know, in perspective of the cost of a basement remodel, it's not a lot of money, but... It's added time. It is a little bit of added money. You just got to make sure that you're prepared for that because that too is what causes some anxiety and stress. Okay. So have you heard any, I have to ask you this, have you heard any horror stories on the HVAC side when people like aren't prepared? Yes, absolutely. Um, Can you think of any off the top of your head? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Floors being destroyed and they don't want that particular contractor back in their home or mm. scuffed walls, dirty carpet, water damage if you're not careful. There's all kinds of things that can go wrong. Um, the most important thing is that you have someone who's licensed and insured in your home. That way you are covered. Yes. And a company that is honest, they will own it if they make a mistake and they will do whatever it takes to make it right. Yes. So Samantha just mentioned one of our core values, whatever it takes, right? Mistakes happen. I mean, we're all human. Contractors are human. Everybody's human. And so mistakes happen. We have had our scratched floors, which is, you know, that's how we learn. Well, we don't just put regular drop cloths down. Now we have these big, thick moving blanket drop cloths that we put down. You adjust. Yes. Like most contractors have had some hard lessons. That is no lie. But you just own up to it, you make it right, you get it fixed, and you move on, right? Yep. So, and I tell you, that too is how 
you know, you get that relationship and you want that relationship. You know, if you're really, you know, you're investing a lot of money in your home, you're spending a lot of money with a particular company, you want to make sure that it's somebody that you trust and you feel like you could call back again, it's somebody you can refer. So just thinking about those things as you're preparing for any of those big projects in your home. All right. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for being here today. That was great information. Well, thank you for having me. From LCS Heating and Cooling, I'm Renee Lucas. Thanks so much for joining me today on Talk and Trades. Please subscribe for my weekly tips, advice, and real talk about your home experience. You can also find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com or on Facebook. Have an awesome day. From LCS Heating and Cooling in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Talk and Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast now and discover even more great podcasts at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.